What's going on, guys? Michael here, Energy 360 Network by Intercom. Excited to be bringing you this interview with Ajax Analytics. Before I do that, I need to do some clerical work. If you're not subscribed to the 360 Digital Closing Bell on iTunes, Spotify, or Intercom's YouTube channel, it really is the best way to stay up to date on everything from an energy markets perspective. Me and Stuart Turley, the director and publisher of the world's greatest website, oilandgas360.com. We come to you live every day on YouTube to give us our overview of what happened in the energy markets and our one big thing. We also do long form podcasts, which you can find on iTunes and Spotify. They drop Mondays and Fridays before the market open. You can also check out the Energy 360 Network by Intercom, which this podcast will be in. You can find that on iTunes, Spotify, also on Intercom's YouTube channel. It's the best way to stay updated on all of your energy thought, leadership stuff. You can also find all of these interviews at the world's greatest website, www.oilandgas360.com. And this interview that you're about to hear with Ajax Analytics and the president and CEO, Brett Buck, is nonetheless the same. And Ajax Analytics, they're in four columns. Colorado-based environmental software company driven to deliver impactful information to their clients. And Brent Buck, the president and CEO, sat down with Stuart Turley, director and publisher of Oil and Gas 360, and, and Dan Genevieve, who's the director of consulting over at Intercom. And they had a wonderful conversation surrounding both what Ajax does, the environmental analytics as a whole. And I, and I don't even really want to spoil it too much, so I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Stu and let you hear it. Well, hey guys, uh, today we're sitting down with Brent from uh, Ajax and I've got Dan up in Denver and uh, how are you up there? Hi, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, Brent, aren't you in, uh, are you in Denver as well? Loveland, Colorado. So Loveland, okay. Colorado. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, uh, Brent, we are so excited for you to be able to take a little bit of time today. Can you give a little bit overview of Ajax and uh, let us know what's going on with you guys right now? Yeah, so Ajax Analytics, we are an environmental monitoring company. So we, we take industrial activities that have concerned citizens or constituents um, around that industrial activity. And we set up internet connected monitoring stations and we monitor the air quality and environmental metrics around that facility uh, for future communication or even real time communication through our portals to those citizens in, in nearby communities. Um, really creating a, an air of transparency and goodwill from um, an oil and gas operator or other industry to say, we are doing our best to, to take care of our stakeholders. And we know we're so sure that we're doing our best that we're willing to communicate and be completely transparent with you uh, kind of at all times. So it becomes a very powerful uh, message for the operator or the, the industry to be able to communicate that way uh, but also a very powerful tool for collecting uh, accurate and actionable information <laughs> about uh, the environmental impact and air quality information that can be used to improve operations if necessary, or more importantly, influence policy or, or influence those stakeholders uh, who are uh, concerned about those activities. Yeah, what, what does the AJX technology look like? Uh, maybe give an example of something that's deployed and uh, what an operator would see uh, in a typical uh, uh, setup. Yeah, so Ajax technology, what we put out in the field is effectively a, a fence post with a small sensor unit and a solar panel uh, out in the field. And what we monitor for are, are wind, so wind direction, wind speed, so meteorological conditions, temperature, humidity, pressure, uh, but also volatile organic compounds. So we're able to monitor for volatile organic, uh, volatile organic emissions 
And then if there is some kind of emissions event, we are able to capture an air sample that goes to the lab and provides um, some of the best reference grade information about what pollutants were in the air and, and at what concentrations for our customers to be able to compare that with health guidelines that are often cited by their stakeholders or compare that with regulatory guidelines that they, that they have to match and monitor. So it allows it, for continuous monitoring at, at a fraction of the cost of, of taking samples one after the other. And, and that data feed, can it provide alerts to the operator uh, that it's, you know, that a release or some sort of, some sort of uh, um, air quality issue uh, is present? Absolutely. So our, our customers, they use us primarily as that, that communication tool, but also um, they get the alerts, hey, something changed today, or, or more importantly is when something changes every time we do a certain operation. And maybe it's not, usually it's, it's never a dangerous level or some kind of very large event, but it's an opportunity for those operators to find those patterns to say, hey, every time we do this one thing, we have an increase in emissions. If we can resolve that and, and package it up and message it, um, not only are we doing our part for the environment, but we're in some cases saving our, our product from, yeah. from being lost to the air, uh, as well as communicating to those stakeholders and, and creating that transparency and trust that's so important. Yeah, with, with that information, you know, we. Uh, a lot of people talk about continuous improvement, but that certainly is a way to, to continuously improve your operation um, and, and certainly uh, a valuable tool in terms of air quality, social license to uh, operate. Um, why does, uh, let, let's specifically talk about, I know it's applicable to multiple industries, um, but let's talk a little bit specifically about oil and gas uh, and why this industry, why oil and gas needs this uh, type of technology uh, going forward? So the answer to that is, is a very clear connection between a global uh, community discussion, right, around climate change, greenhouse gas emissions. Oil and gas has become the, the kind of flagship for a lot of those concerned uh, climate change discussions as oil and gas is one of the biggest contributors. Now we know traffic and, and there are many contributors to our greenhouse gas emissions, uh, but the oil and gas industry is getting, getting looked at uh, with a microscope, really. And what's happening, I think, is as the social media and the power and speed of communication and thought sharing around the world is happening, this, this mind shift toward climate change is, is a, a problem that we need to address right now um, is enters into the political sphere because the political sphere is primarily driven by um, the, the population, the current topics of, of, the, of the global community. Um, and that translates itself down into financial markets and regulatory agencies. Um, so financial markets are actually making moves now where climate change, sustainability, action and messaging has to be part of, of a, a pitch. If I want capital as a large operator, I'm going to have to have a message around what am I doing to uh, improve my emissions footprints? Uh, what am I doing to, to engage my stakeholders? And what am I doing to govern myself and, and make sure as an operator, we are continuously improving and making sure that we're doing the right things. Um, and then in the regulatory markets, uh, with citizens going to the government agencies, those government agencies, at least at the local levels, 
are hearing that and they're starting to make moves toward, well, what can we, what can we actually require of our operators? Uh, certain areas are, are more prevalent than others with this need. Colorado, for example, has a densely growing population. Uh, it's spreading across what used to be just empty oil and gas fields. And as those population, as those communities move in and urbanize those oil and gas uh, production facilities, the, the volume goes up, regulatory agencies are taking notice, and, and that's where Ajax has become a big value for those operators to say, all right, as you move over our, our oil and gas facilities, it, it now becomes part of our responsibility to communicate and build trust with those stakeholders uh, to maintain that social license to operate. Yeah, kind of uh, as a oil and gas company from a executive standpoint, um, every time somebody brings up, uh, we need a new technology, uh, I, in my past life, I've tended to bristle because I just see headache, right? Uh, I, I see uh, systems that don't talk to each other. Um, I see having to get multiple contractors involved uh, to source the equipment, install the equipment, monitor the equipment, maintain the equipment. Uh, it, I, I, from your presentation in Dallas, is that something that you guys have addressed to try and make it easy? Yeah, so my background personally is in putting in those, those large enterprise software systems. And I watched a lot of companies buy an Oracle or an SAP, um, implement them, and then realize the actual total cost of ownership is up here because there's a whole subgroup that you need of, of knowledge and cost to maintain those things. Uh, so with Ajax Analytics, one thing that has been one of our, our primary drivers in our business model is our customers, our, our operator customers, don't want or need to become experts in atmospheric science and in pollution of environmental monitoring. Uh, they need to be able focused on managing their capital, extracting the oil, finding buyers, uh, and managing the supply demand curves. So when we structured our business, it was to provide a full service offering. Uh, our, com our customers hire us, tell us where we need to be, and we will plan an ideal monitoring network. Uh, we'll set it up, we'll operate it, we manage all of the data, and we have APIs so our customer can feed it to their SCADA systems or dashboards as they need to, but they don't need the in-house expertise to be able to analyze the data and know when are we having an event or are we reaching any kind of health concerns for our, for our neighbors. Uh, we manage all that and take care of it. And due to economies of scale and just what technology has provided for us as, as a global community, we, we can do it really quite efficiently. And uh, from a cost standpoint, I mean, is this, is this something that uh, materially changes the cost of, of drilling a new well uh, or, or is, it, uh, is it substantially less than what we kind of expect? Uh, so historically, when people think of environmental monitoring, they would think um, costs are outrageous. And, and the reason for that is because historically the only way to get a sample was to pay consultants hourly rates of $100 an hour plus, plus lab fees, and, and your invoice would be this piecemeal, all these things that add up. And if you're taking one sample and you just suddenly spent three, $4,000 to get an hour long sample, like, okay, the value of that hour long sample versus my $4,000, I don't see it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight that tooth and nail because I'm a business, right? Um, 
what we've been able to do is uh, bring those costs down to through a subscription model to where it's it's a fraction of a fraction of an overall oil and gas well cost um, on the order of for new development ten to thirty thousand dollars a year to monitor that and communicate to the public and your resolution isn't a one hour snapshot in time that's valueless but it's a continuous high high resolution video of what your emissions were around your pad during this this window of time which has a, enormous value as you communicate with your stakeholders you know brent that is absolutely a fabulous point and that is for your subscription-based products you can have a non-stop esg story to the constituents in that area that is worth every penny right there so we think uh, so that, too uh, that is fabulous. I mean, that, uh, Dan, I think you've seen that as well, too. But Brent, do you have any other last ideas for us uh, as we uh, end up our time here? Well, I think the, the most important takeaway as an oil and gas company right now, um, your primary viewers, is going to be environmental, <laughs> ESG. That's fine. Uh, my shirt is on fire. Let me take care of that, and then I'll, I'll focus on my environmental issues. Uh, my, my message to them, or to the, toward that thought is, the, you're in a time right now, oil and gas industry is in a time right now where there's going to be a lot of shift, a lot of change, and the winners that come out of this, this challenge are going to be the ones that are diligent, effective, communicate, and build trust. Uh, because that trust isn't just for the citizen activist stakeholders, but also for the capital markets who are, are fueling their recovery of this industry. Uh, by doing those little things right and engaging your stakeholders and having that story around we're, environment, we're monitoring our environment, we're using best practices from equipment to operational scheduling, those are the things that are going to make those winners win um, while the others go bankrupt. Yeah, I, I would say uh, you're, you're spot on, uh, Brent, in that I think capital is going to flow to the best operators. Uh, when we look at uh, the backside of this uh, pandemic oversupply right now in the oil and gas market, uh, I believe that there are going to be a lot of investors um, who are going to be looking to invest in not only the companies that come out the backside, but the best of those companies uh, who are socially responsible for boards that have put in place and management that have put in place a culture of uh, sustainability, a culture of uh, uh, community. And I think this is a way to do it. Uh, and if you've made it easy for them to make the decision, pull the trigger and say, hey, listen, we're going to put this in. It's very low cost. Uh, we don't have to uh, learn a whole lot of new stuff except for uh, um, watching whether we're under you know the benchmark or, or over the benchmark and reacting to it uh, and we can do a lot of continuous improvement through this process uh, and with this technology i think that's what investors are going to look at i think it's a great story um, and uh, if people want to get a hold of you how do they contact you guys so they can contact me at brent at ajax-analytics.com or just visit our website at ajax-analytics.com and submit through there um, you can also find me on LinkedIn easily. Uh, and that's about it for my social. Hey, hey guys, 
I, I agree on that one. Uh, hey, guys, uh, thank you very much, Brent and Dan. Uh, this was a lot of fun, and we will have your LinkedIn information, your bio, as well as uh, the transcript of, of what we talked about today. So, guys, thank you all very much for stopping by the uh, 360 Energy Network. Thanks. Thank you. Guys.